to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit let us pray Heavenly Father love you today thank you God for this service today God we pray God that we can just be lifted in you God that you minister to us today help us oh Lord give us what we need today to make it through the tomorrows to come Move upon each and every one in this place today. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. You be seated if you want to be. Amen. Thank you, sir. But there's no condemnation, according to the verse 1 there, to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. He said in verse 2, For the law of the Spirit of life is Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh, that righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. My, my, my. That speaks volumes to me, church. Amen. If you and I will stay in the Spirit, it's hard to do, but that's not impossible. You know, used to, they had to go out and they had to raise up a sacrifice for sin offerings. But now, uh, thanks for Jesus Christ coming and, and being the ultimate sacrifice, not only laying his life down for our sins, but he also gave us salvation and gave his spirit that lives inside of us that we can Walk around in the spirit of the Lord. Amen. Amen. I know that, uh, you know, we still live in these old fleshly, earthly bodies. We, we work, we pay bills and all those kind of things. But that does not have to define who we are and does not have to own us. Praise the Lord. Amen. Uh, I guarantee you, as for me, my days go a whole lot better when I'm staying. Uh, you know, the Bible said teaches us to pray without ceasing. And uh, when I'm out going through the day, just even though I'm working, you know, like today I took a couple of horses to down to the Amish and got them shod, just different things that I felt like I needed to do. But the whole time, just my mind on God and praising the Lord and praying and just being lifted up in the spirit of the Lord. Amen. And uh, oh man, I'll tell you, that's there's no condemnation in that. When you got your mind on God, 
regardless of all this other stuff that goes on around us, amen, we stay in tune with the Lord. Amen. And that's the way it should be. It's hard to get someone down that's staying full of the Spirit of God. Amen. Verse 6 said, For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enemy against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can it be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Amen. I tell you what, we need to stay spiritual as we can. Amen. Right. We can't think like Jesus uh, if we let our old carnal mind and carnality get in the way. Amen. Right. Amen. Uh, I love living in the spiritual realm. I, uh, sometimes I've caught myself, <laughs> you may think it's funny, but I, I think it's awesome. Uh, I've been standing in the line at Walmart before I know it I'm speaking in other tongues because while standing there I'm praying and meditating on God Amen, Amen. and uh, it's just a wonderful thing but uh, I was sitting up here Brother Frost began to give his testimony a while ago and I was I was in the spiritual realm oh I, you know we know things are going on but I'm in tune with the spirit and as he began to talk about the growth and the vision for the church and, and the multitudes and stuff, I literally began to see uh, with my mind's eye, amen, uh, of the uplifting and the growth of the church and folks coming in. And at the same time, I felt an old negative spirit that released itself, uh, mocking and laughing, amen, and, and it just lifted me up because you know what? The devil is a liar and the father is a lies. And if he's coming against the will of God, I'm telling you something, look out, because he can't speak the truth. And I had to laugh within my spirit because I knew what was happening. Amen? Amen. Brother Frost was speaking truth. Amen? And there's this old devil saying it'll never happen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I got plum tickled. You know, he's a devil. He's going to keep being the devil. He's not going to give up. But he wasn't even smart enough to stay in heaven once he was there. Amen. He, he, he tried to get his own glory and his own praise. Yep. So he got removed, didn't he? Right. You know what? If we'll stay in the spiritual realm, if we'll stay hooked up with Jesus, amen, we'll remove him from our life. Hallelujah. My, my, my. I don't know, you know, uh, I don't know if I can bring it out tonight, but folks, uh, your day's going to be a whole lot more happy your days will be a whole lot more brighter if somehow you find a place to stay in contact with God throughout the day. It may be that you have to grab a hold of yourself, just totally stop what you're doing, pull over to the side of the road or whatever, and swiftly get your mind on God and begin to call on Him. Depression's running rapid. All kind of trouble, all kind of problems. But we have like faith, we don't have to deal with these things. We have the ability to stop right there and begin to walk in the Spirit and lean on God. Amen. Hallelujah. You don't believe me, just try it. Amen. I'm going to say if you've been in church very long, 
and you've somehow uh, been able to continue in the faith, it's because you have took time throughout your days to feed the spiritual man, to feel the presence of God, Amen. to tap into the Spirit of the Lord. Amen. Amen. My, my, my. I'm going to move on to uh, verse 31 over here, I guess. I want to read 7 again, though. Because the carnal mind is enemy against God. That's right. Amen. We walk by faith, not by carnal mind. That's right. right? Amen. He said we walk by faith and not by sight. If we're only looking and believing with what we see here, we're not ever going to realize how big our God is and what's right there in front of us to do spiritually. Praise the Lord. Amen. Who can walk up to a drunkard and see the salvation of the Lord upon them with your own eyes? If you didn't know how God can move on people, what would be the uh, reason to even go witness to that individual? Who can go up to a prostitute all hurt and broken with these eyes don't look like they got a hope? Look like they're headed to a devil hell. But let that spirit person rise up on the inside and say, God, could you just give me one thing that I could say that somehow your anointing would hit that person, that I could show compassion that would cause them to turn from their wicked ways and to you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. A lot of times we are not as efficient in the Lord as we could be simply because we're looking at through carnal mind instead of the spiritual eye. But it said, because the carnal mind is enemy against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can it be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please the Lord. I'm, gonna, I'm glad I read verse 8. Amen. You all know that I, I, must, I really preach about prayer and, and uh, get in here early and pray and get our mind on the Lord and, and get involved in the service through your prayer and releasing of your spirit. You know why that is? Because until we get out of the flesh, we can't please God. That's right. And wouldn't we all agree that this is God's house? Amen. This is the house of the Lord, right? So we owe him respect and reverence, don't we? Not only is, our, is he our God. I mean, you're here because you believe he's your God. You're here because you believe that he, you can't be saved without him. You know in your heart exactly what he's done for you, right? right. But we can't even please him until we get out of the flesh and into the spirit. That's right. Amen. So these things that we do when we begin to, to worship and sing songs of Zion, when we get involved in the church service, what we're doing is when we're getting rid of flesh and we're tapping into that spiritual realm, aren't we? Yes. Amen. And that's when God moves, when we become pleasing unto Him, when our hearts and our minds and our lives are open uh, to the things that be of God. Amen. Then God begins to come in and the Spirit of the Lord begins to move. I'm going to go to verse 31 now. He says, what shall we say then to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? 
He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall we not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall lay anything to charge of God's elect? It is God that justifieth. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died, yea, rather, that it is risen again, who is in, even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us. Verse 35, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or pearl, or sword? Amen. That asks that question, who shall separate us? I think over and over in the scripture we can read time and time and time again that it is impossible, amen, for God to withdraw his love. He loves us. It's been proven. He allowed himself to be nailed on the cross, Brother Scales. He took scorn, he took persecution. They mocked him. Uh, things imaginable that he went through being the sacrificial lamb for us, but yet he held out faithful. We know when it came down time for the garden that he uh, gathered some apostles that went with him. He asked them to pray with him and watch with him, but yet when he came back, Sister Tiffany, he found them sleeping, but he continued on praying for strength, saying, Father, not my will, but thy will be done. He went on and he buried the cross. I don't, I don't think anyone that knows the story of Jesus Christ could ever doubt how much he loves you and I and how much he's going to continue to reach for humanity and you and I. Amen? So in the end, it's not going to be, we're not going to be judged by the love God has for us but it'll be about the love that we have for God, isn't it? That's it. Come on. Amen. Right. You can't get no higher love than God's love for us. Right. Right. Amen. It's pure. Amen. His love come with instruction. His love came with explanation. Yes. His love has came with power. He said, I go away, but I don't leave you comfortless. I'm going to come to you. I'm not going to let you walk around here by yourself. Amen. Fighting the things of the world on your own. He said, it's expedient that I go away, but I'll come to you again. Hallelujah. So it's not, it's not about his sacrifice to us or willingness. But it asks who's going to separate us. But sometimes we choose, don't we? Sometimes we choose to separate from God. Sometimes it's malicious choosing. When I say malicious choosing, for those of us that's here today, we, we know what sin is and we know what to stay away from. If you chose to go out and commit adultery without thought, that's malicious some things you just, you might slip into. You might get 
too caught up in the work and it separates you and God. Or you might see my point? Amen. But it asks who's going to separate. But there's got to be a reassurance in prayer and living for God every day that we don't allow too much to filter in that we become cold in our spirit. Right. Amen? Amen. There's got we've got to have a standard uh, of, of living for God that rises up in us lines we will not cross. Right. Amen. If there's any hope of future, amen, and endure it to the end, we've got to be sold out in our intellect and in our heart, amen, that nothing is going to separate us from the love of God. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. Some of you have been through things that I hope I never, ever have to go through. But somehow you had to rely on God or you wouldn't be here today. Right. Amen. You had to say, man, I've God, I don't know how. I don't understand. How many live for God when you didn't understand why the trial or what you're going through? Amen. We all have, haven't we? Amen. But it's something about the goodness of God, the righteousness of God that we're utterly convinced is the right thing to do. And we know in our heart we cannot make it without Him. Hallelujah. Right. Praise the Lord. If we never do can get convinced of that, we'll fall short. That's why there's so many uh, that are not here. That's why there's so many backslidden who have left the church. Something in their life became more valuable than living for God. Amen. I, uh, I had this happen when I was a teenager. I had my eyes on the world. I thought it was innocent. I was a young man. You say, well, you know, you hadn't read that. Well, whatever. It still had happened. And two things that I had implanted in my mind that I wanted to try that was outside the church. I ended up leaving the church and almost not making it back in time. Amen. God had to call me once again at around age 30. I probably would have died lost without God. All because of two things that meant nothing that I wanted to try that was sinful. God didn't stop loving me. He didn't stop caring for me. But I simply left him. Left him. There's another scripture that, and I guess I should have looked it up, but you all know it's there. We can find it if we need to. But it says that his gifts and callings are without repentance. If you've ever had a calling in your life, if you've ever done something for God. He's not sorry that he gave you that calling. And whether you're currently practicing it or not, you're going to stand in judgment for it if you're not. If you let things come in, the, in, the, in between you and God where you feel that you can no longer be obedient to that calling, you'll answer for that one day. Amen. On judgment, he'll say, I'll use me, Brother Luke, I gave you that ability. Why did you set on it? Did you know right on down the road you were going to touch someone with that talent I gave you, with that calling I gave you? 
but yet you held your peace while people was without what I gave you to use for me. Amen. I see this every day. Our confidence shouldn't be in us as people, but in the God that we serve. I'm going to tell you something. There's none greater than God. And God knows exactly what He's doing. And when He calls you and I, it gives us a purpose. When He calls us out of darkness into this marvelous light, there's a reason for it. Not only for our salvation, but He's building the kingdom of God. But we've got to stay in the spiritual realm that we can operate as the Holy Ghost would allow us to in the gifts of the Spirit and in the things that be of God that we can touch others. We can't help nobody being a good old boy or a good old girl. That's not going to promote the gospel or salvation. Kindness is a good virtue, but kindness alone does not save but compassion and the will of God moves mountains. Amen. Right. Praise the Lord. You know, I've been around folks, and maybe you've had the opportunity too, but I've been around people that were so close to God that they didn't really even have to do anything or say anything, but just me being in their presence was uplifting. Yes. Amen. Amen. Our, our flesh sometimes... Uh, would like us to think, well, you, you don't have nothing to offer, or, or you know, uh, what, what, what have I got to add? Just be what Jesus wants you to be. Amen. Right. Amen. If you need, he said that if we needed to say something, he said when they put you up, he said open your mouth and I'll feel it. Right. Amen. But just having and walking and living in that spiritual realm means so much in this dark world. But we can't ever let nothing separate us from that. Amen. The love of God. We can't make those choices. He said, as it is written, for thy sake, we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. He says, nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. You ever thought about more to conquer? To conquer is something, it's just an ordinary trial that anyone would go through that God helps you through. But the church will be more than conquerors than it during the end. There's going to be tragedies in your life there's going to be things that come upon you that if it weren't for the Spirit of God operating and helping you through it, you could not exist or make it. Right. Amen. Oh, Steve's a current example. 2% chance of living, but he's here today. More than a conqueror. More than a conqueror. Amen. I think about so many times uh, Brother Bigford, my mom's husband, Lost both children and his wife. That man more than a conqueror to still be in the race living for God. Losing your children would have knocked most people out. Amen. Right. Uh, he told me uh, he was uh, a long time ago. We were visiting and 
I don't think you'd mind me saying this, but he said, I was going up on the mountain to pray. And he said, when I was walking up there, God spoke to me, said, you're going to suffer three heartbreaks in your life. And he said, I've suffered them. Praise the Lord. But he held out faithful. In his 80s now, still living for God. More than a conqueror. Hallelujah. I could go on name you some individual testimonies that I know about y'all, but I think you get the message. There's coming a day that we're going to be in judgment, we're going to make it, and God Himself is going to wipe all tears from our eyes. There's not going to be no more sickness, heartache. Amen. No, we're just going to be in sheer glory. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. And that day is what we're looking for. Amen? Amen? But along the way, we've got to make absolutely sure right now that nothing can separate me from the love of God. Amen? Amen. Not latest fashion. Not what they're doing downtown. Not what the peer pressure is around me. Whether it's from my family or, or whomever it may be. My mind and my heart has got to stand upright and pure before God. Amen. Amen. Can't let nothing creep in. Hallelujah. He said, For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present or things to come, nor heights, nor depths, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing's going to separate us from the love of God. Amen. Right. Unless we let it. Amen. God's love is strong and it's assured. Praise the Lord. I think as pastor, you know, a lot of times the Lord will lay different things, burdens and things people are going through on my heart to pray for. And uh, so many times I, I pray for y'all as individuals, things that I know uh, would help. I can feel it in the spirit. It would help your spiritual walk if God had just begin to release certain things around you or bring different people into your life, you know, stronger and living for God. But you know what? When you keep coming, keep coming to the house of the Lord, Amen. Keep showing up. What you're saying is, devil, I may not be getting it all my way. I may not be having the walk with God I want. Things around my life may not be developing and, and taking shape like I want, but I'm not giving up on living for you. Amen. Nothing is going to separate me. I'm going home to be with my Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, sometimes... When the devil wants to tell us how insufficient or what we're not doing, we need to let our faith rise up and begin to remind him what we are doing Amen. for God and the gospel's sake. And how we stand assured, planted like a tree planted by water. We're just not going anywhere. Amen. We know according to the scripture that some will fall away. Here in uh, 2 Timothy Man, chapter 4, verse 10 says, For Demoth hath forsaken me, 
having loved this present world, and is to depart to Thessalonica, Caesarea to Galatia, Titus to Demas. Only Luke is with me, and bring him with thee for provability to the be for the ministry. Some will forsake. Some will go back. Amen. But you know what? The gates of hell is not going to prevail against the church. There's always going to be a church. There's always going to be those that are that are willing to go all the way with Jesus. I like being involved with people like that, don't you? I draw strength from folks like this. Praise the Lord. Amen. Here in uh, also 2 Timothy uh, chapter 2, it talks about uh, verse 16. It says, But shun profane and vain babblings, for they will increase unto you more ungodliness. It says, And their words will eat as doth the canker of who Hymenius and Philetus, who concerning the truth of their saying the resurrection is past already and overthrow the faith of some. Some just gonna to want to get off in such a way that they're gonna start promoting false doctrines and false ideals. But our heart and our mind has got to be made up. Amen. We've got the sound doctrine. Amen. We've got the truth, brother Scales, and we're not backing up from it. Why? Because this is how God's led us to be. Amen. And nothing's going to separate us from the love of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. My, my, my. Life's full of woes and curves and hills and tribulations. I, I, I guess I watched my dad probably the most in my life because for a lot of reasons. I guess one, he was my dad. But for another, it seemed like if anybody could fall headlong into a trial it would be my dad and he told me one time he said son he said things just don't work out for me that way he was telling me he said man he, he was using me he said things just seem to work out for you and uh, I don't always feel that way but it just seemed like if it's something that ought to take 10 minutes a lot of times it might take him two hours because something would happen. But you know what? He never would be defeated. Right. Amen. He'd just keep on. Before you know it, he'd be praying. He'd be laughing. He'd be talking to the devil. He'd be going right on. Amen. Taught me some valuable lessons. I ran into a young man one time and I'd had a little car trouble or something along the way. And uh, visiting with him about it. Well, how does that make you feel? He said. I said, Well, just life. Boy, he said something like that. I've just been mad. I'd have been cussing and this. Why? God's still real. Sometimes He chooses to slow us down so we can see how real He is. Right. Amen. Praise the Lord. But we just can't let things discourage us and distract us. From the love of God. Amen. Amen. I can't tell you what's going to happen next always. But one thing I do know. 
is God is moving in this day and hour. Amen. I felt the power of God stronger in the last week or so and just felt a moving and a shaking like I haven't felt in a long time. Hallelujah. So I'm studying. I got my ears open. Amen. Just waiting on God. Amen. To give us what the next move is. Praise the Lord. And I know one thing. Living for God is a choice. It'll always be a choice. We can be as deep in God as we want. We can soar with eagles in the Lord if we want to. Or we can tiptoe in it. Amen. And get left behind if we're not careful. But it's time to get excited, isn't it? Amen. About the things Amen. that are of God. Hallelujah. My, my, my. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Does anybody need prayer this evening? Everybody feeling pretty good? Is there anything that we need to pray over that we haven't prayed over? Hallelujah. Amen. Remember our church nights. We appreciate everybody coming out tonight, being a support to us. Amen. We were down in numbers tonight, but I tell you what, God's still real. Right. He's still on the throne. Amen. We still have uh, responsibilities to praise Him and worship Him. Right. Call these that uh, that are not here. Let them know you're concerned and love them. See if you can do anything for them. Praise the Lord. Time we uplift one another all we can, don't it? Amen. Praise the Lord. My, my, my. He's a good God. Amen. Let us stand this evening. I'm going to place the offering on the altar like we do if you brought a gift this evening. Feel free to drop it. Heavenly Father, we love you. We thank you for this service today. God, we need you in our homes. We need you in our church body. We need you moving rapid and fluently. We thank you, God, for giving the strength. Those that are able to be here, God, those that were either discouraged or sick tonight, God, we pray that you'd elevate them, that you'd heal them, that you'd make a way that they could be back in the house of the Lord. God, we ask these that we've been inviting that they would come and get in and get a deep walk of salvation with you. Move for us, oh God, we pray. Dismiss us from this place, but never your presence. In Jesus' name we pray.